You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello, Play Callers fans. We are so happy to be recording this episode for you this week. We all had a great day supporting some Auburn University football and just overall great weekend so far with beautiful weather. We are joined today by defensive tackle coach, Coach Halverson. Coach, how was your Saturday? And thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hey, uh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. No, my Saturday was great. You know, got up uh, this morning and uh, did all my, my film grading work from uh, from the shutout last night, which is always a, it's always a pleasure to watch, uh, you know, watch my boys do their thing after a great night. Like last night, then uh, you know, took my own son to uh, to the Auburn game, and and uh, you know, got back to the house, and I'm sitting on the the back porch watching uh watching some more football. So it's been a great day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And with that, I'll send it to my co-host Max Messman. Max, take it away. All right. So good afternoon, Coach. I'm going to go ahead and get started. I always uh highlight one player, one or two players on this podcast whenever I start off my little segment and i wanted to highlight one player real quick senior defensive tackle deuce white who right. has 34 tackles along with seven tackles for loss five sacks 12 qb hurries and an interception what does deuce mean for this team and to you personally well you know first of all deuce has been uh you know he's been a contributor for for three years which is you know that, mm-hmm. that's rare at our level for a a 10th grader to come up and contribute and you know he he did just that and you know, for the last two years, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to measure what he means to us. Number one, you know, he's kind of, you know, in addition to probably, you know, being the best player up there in the front, he's like the mm-hmm. adult on the field. You know, he, he's, uh, he's got that calming influence. Uh, you know, he doesn't get too, uh, you know, too been out of shape when things don't, uh, when things don't go right. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's one of the more quiet kids you'll meet, but he's, uh, he's such a leader, uh, you know, just his play. Uh, I don't. I don't take any credit for what he does. You know, like you mentioned, he had an interception. An interception against Hoover uh, in the first game. Yeah, that's a two hundred ninety pound kid that you know jumped three feet off the ground to make that play. But you know, I mean, Deuce is unbelievable. You know, his. I think you said he had thirty four tackles, but really, what he does so well is you know he gets double teamed on almost every play, mm-hmm. and, and he yeah. makes it, he makes it so easy for the linebackers and. And everybody else to to make plays. He doesn't seek credit. He just uh, you know seeks to do his job. And he's you know like I said, he, he's like the adult in the you know in the huddle and all that stuff. And I you know I can't tell you how, how proud I am of him. And and you know he, he makes me look like I know what I'm doing, which is uh, tough sometimes. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, yeah. Talking about that leadership, I remember when we were in the studio running the broadcast on Friday versus Prattville. Um, we actually zoomed in on Deuce because we had made a a graphic for him before the game, including his, like, tackles and sacks and right. whatnot. And we saw him on the sideline, and he was on the sideline, like, you know, telling players, you know, what – like, telling them tips on the sidelines and stuff and just being a leader on and off the field. So, yeah, Deuce is a heck of a player. And now talking about that game on Friday night, I was actually analyzing the game from our studio, and I noticed that the defensive line – I mean, I said it on my halftime show and postgame show – I mean, I thought y'all played the best that y'all played all seasons. I mean, y'all have had some great performances all throughout the year, but I thought, I mean, y'all being able to get 
to the QB on pass plays as well as be, being able to stop the run up the middle, except for, you know, just a couple of instances. Uh, but for you as a coach on the sideline, was there anything that you saw that either impressed you or that you thought y'all needed to work on throughout this upcoming week? Well, you know, the uh, uh, as a coach, especially during the game, uh, what I look for, I mean, I'm, you know, my eyes are focused on the line of scrimmage, of course, because that's where my – my guys play, and we, and we always talk about uh, what we call the heel line, which which is the 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 heels of the offensive tackles and the offensive guards. You know, the the O line. We talk about their heel line, and you know, the, their heels are are what you know, two or three feet behind the football. And if we can get to that heel line, we can really affect anything that uh, that they're able to do. And I thought last night, when I mean, we basically smashed those guys up front. You know, we we played on their side of the ball. They were on their heels all night. We were back there. And, it's, and, and you know, and sometimes that doesn't translate into having, you know, uh, a dozen sacks and, and, and things of that nature. You know, Deuce on the sideline last night, I asked him late in the game, I said, how much more of this do you want? Because, you know, he's, he's the one guy that I've got that's earned the right to to, to say, mm-hmm. you know, does he want to play more? Does he want to come out? And he and he was like, Coach, I'm gonna try to get a sack. I said, Well, I understand, and it's just one. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, we reset the line of scrimmage all night, and uh, I think that's what's important. You know, they they didn't really have an answer for just uh, for just the big boys up front. The the guys with their hands in the dirt kind of dominated the game. And as far as what we might need to work on, you know, th- there's always. Uh, you know my, you know my little pet peeve that I talk to the kids about is, is your pad level. I, if you're six feet tall, don't play like you're six feet tall. Play like you're five feet tall. And, and you know we talk about you know crossing the, crossing the O line's nose to get to the football and getting off blocks quick and, you know not walking off blocks and violently removing ourselves from these blocks. And so that you know you can win forty eight to nothing. And uh, if you walk off the field thinking you you played a perfect game, you're gonna setting yourself up so there's always things to work on but it's uh you know it's it, sometimes it's tough to to say those things on a night like last night you know we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow and we'll we'll be critical with the kids watching film but then at the same time we'll be hey you see that you see why you're a good player if we don't need you to be better than you are we need you to do that right there yes sir yes sir and speaking about you know talk coming up i know y'all have y'all's meeting you know tomorrow we record these for play college listeners out there we record these on saturdays and so y'all have y'all's meeting on sundays and then obviously the practice throughout the week um talking specifically about your type of practice you know when it comes to the defensive tackle position is it more group based or would you say you try and spend time with certain players at at certain times uh yeah that's a good question uh you know obviously uh it's it's a team sport and especially the offensive and defensive lines kind of play as a unit uh but at the same time there's such an individual concept to it you know my uh you know nose tackle will will be you know working against centers and guards you know deuce is working you know he's a he's a what we call a three technique which means he lines up on the outside shoulder of a guard and so he's usually working you know there the ends are doing their thing so you know it's a it's a team concept with kind of a you know, uh, uh, a little individual side to it. But as far as practice goes, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm kind of a believer in, in the one-on-one, uh, you know, winning the one-on-one battles because that's how you kind of, a, you know, kind of affect the your team is, you know, you do your part. But at the same time, you know, we, you know, we work with the O-line and do a lot of five-on-four stuff. You know, they've got five guys, we've got four guys. And so there's a – there are, you know, several periods in practice. You know, we call it individual period, group period, and team period where we'll – We'll work one guy at a time. Then we'll work our whole group at one time. Then we'll work our whole defense at the time. So it's a uh, there's a you know there's a lot to it. But uh, you know 
I would think that, you know, I focus mostly on the individual early in practice, and then, you know, we'll come together as a group. We'll get with the defensive ends. We'll get with the linebackers, and we'll work our blitzes and things of that nature. But when it comes right down to it, you know, we, you know, we talk about – uh, what are you doing with your hands? What are you doing with your feet? You know, where are your eyes? And so there's a there's a there's a huge individual concept to this you know ultimate team game. Yes, sir. I mean, I've myself I've been able to go out to a couple of practices with our CTSO, Mr. Dillard, and I mean, right. yeah, I've seen how y'all practice, and it's very intense, but you know, very very functional and very just you know congruent. And I mean, y'all do a great job nice. and. My last question before I hand it off to my co-host, Reese. Um, going into this last game of the regular season this week at Smith Station, after that big win over Prattville, Prattville on Friday, what would you say the team's mindset is heading into that game against the Panthers? Well, you know, uh, we realize what our, our team goals are, and, 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 you know, each kid probably has individual goals. But, you know, and, and most of these goals probably involve what's going to happen in the playoffs. But you know what? You know, even though uh, you know most of the outsiders would think that we would handle Smith Station uh, easily, that's not uh, that's nothing that will be discussed. You know, none of our none of our players will come up. You know, will come into the uh, meeting room tomorrow. You know, thinking that they've earned anything uh, for next week. So our our mindset is: look, we've got. Uh, you know, the, the road kind of goes on forever, but uh, it starts on Friday. And if, you know, you can kind of limp into the playoffs, um, not being very satisfied with the way you played in your last game, or you can kind of charge into the playoffs uh, by doing what you're expected to do. And, uh, and you know, like I said, we've got some some great leaders uh, in the front of the defense. You know, our, our, uh, our four guys in front, you know, we – with those three seniors out there and we've got, you know, some seniors behind them and some seniors behind them. And so I, I think that the maturity level uh, on our team is, uh, or on our defense, I should say, is it's as high as it's been in a long time. And so I think our mindset's going to be, look, uh, we know what's in uh, in store, but we also know what we have to do this week in order to be mentally prepared for what's down the line. Yes, sir. I mean, during that, you talk about maturity level. I mean, yeah, I saw during that senior night presentation, I mean, y'all covered basically the entire field. There were so many seniors on the right, team. Right. And, uh, so I'm sure they're all hungry as well as you are for, you know, because coming after that Smith Station game is obviously the playoffs and then hopefully a run to the state championship. But that's going to do it for my questions. And now I'm going to send it to my co-host, Reese Kinder. Reese, go ahead and take it away. How's it going, coach? Hey, going great. Thank you. Um, yeah, considering a big win last night for you guys, um, what's y'all's game plan going into uh, the game against Smith Station? And also, when do you think you guys will start preparing your players for the playoffs? Well, uh, our game plan this week is uh, is going to be pretty simple, I would think. What we what we expect to do is is, is play well on an individual level, on a on a defensive line level, uh, you know, as an entire defense. We all expect to play well, but you know, we also understand that. You know, the deeper you get into the season, kind of the more the more wrinkles you want to be able to put in, and and then there's that fine line between you know what what do we want to do that's brand new that playoff teams won't be expecting, but also do we want to show that and practice that? So uh, our mindset's kind of a it's kind of a fine line between let's take care of business this week, let's do that by doing what we have been doing, but also if there's something that we you know, we think we might need to to do down the line. This will be a good week to you know kind of practice it, and you know, and you can practice 
all you want Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But when you get under the lights, that's when you need to, you know, run your new stuff and do this and do that. And we've, you know, we, we had some conversations in the office last night about, Hey, you know what? Well, you remember what we did there in the third quarter? Maybe we need to do that more. Maybe we need to do that less, things like that. So we're, our mindset is let's win. Let's get mentally prepared for what's down the line. But, uh, if there's a, uh, if there's something we need to, to kind of unveil or get it on film to make the playoff opponents watch it and prepare for it, let's do that too. Um, yeah, my second question is, what is your relationship with Coach Hall? <laughs> Coach Hall, uh, well, uh, first and foremost, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, I think we work uh, very well together. He's uh, he's in his third year uh, here uh, working with us. Uh, you know, we're both uh, – we're both Auburn guys, both grew up in Auburn, went to Auburn High School, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I think we work so well together primarily because, you know, he's a, he, you know, he's more of a of a detail, you know, kind of a hand-to-hand combat, if you will, kind of guy. He is so good at uh, at coaching the, the defensive ends on, you know, hand placement and things of that nature where I'm – I'm probably not as detail-oriented as him. I'm probably more focused on, hey, you know, let's be tough. Let's fill these gaps. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I, and I think the combination uh, has worked very, very well. But, uh, you know, like I say, first and foremost, uh, he's a great friend of mine. Uh, our sons are about the same age and, and their yeah. buddies. And so I, I just couldn't uh, – I can't – you know, I, I've worked with uh, – I think in my time at Auburn High, I've worked with uh, four different defensive end uh coaches and uh and i tell you what uh they've all been really good at at, at parts of what they do but uh but coach all's a total package man i couldn't be happier that he's here with us that's really special but uh, my last question is going to be considering last night was senior night what does this 2024 senior class mean to you uh well you know i, I you know it, it's one of those things where you know i teach sixth grade and so uh I met most of y'all, you know, four, five, six years ago. And, 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 you know, sometimes, you know, I'll remember the name, but I won't remember the kid when they get to, when they get to high school. But uh, I'll say this about the, uh, the senior class this year is I remember the names and I remember so many of these kids just because, you know, they, uh, they tend to stand out, you know, guys like, guys like deuce you know deuce's deuce's maturity as an 11 year old was unbelievable his maturity as a 17 18 year old is unbelievable uh you know just his you know winner's mindset um you know other guys like uh amias greathouse is, has kind of emerged as just a heck of a football player for us and a great kid uh i've seen caleb crawford you know mature as he's gotten older and turned into you know somebody that we're going to count on uh, you know, day in and day out, you know, this series, next series. And, and uh, even guys like, uh, like the Cardis Payne peanut, as we call him, you know, peanut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, peanut, you know, peanut's been around a while and, and uh, you know, you know, peanut understands what his role is and he, and he fills it to perfection. And, and like I say, you know, even the guys that, uh, that I don't necessarily coach, uh, you know, every minute of the day, like uh, the guys behind me, like Wyatt Trexler and 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 um, you know PD and guys like that, um, Marquise and guys like that. You know, I just uh, I, you know, I love being around these guys. And 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 I, I would probably would have told you that last year, and I probably will tell you that next year as well. But uh, but as far as this class goes, uh, it's, it's just an unbelievable you know dynamic, and the the uh, the cohesion is uh, is so good that you know. Uh, 
every one of them is one of the guys, and but every one of them is also kind of a, a special standout kind of kid. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. So I'm gonna go into a few more questions, and then yeah. we'll hit the outro and everything. But All right. my questions are a little more personal, a little off the football field, if that's okay. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. But first, I want to talk about what is your coaching mentality, not just with the defensive tackles, but yeah. the whole team, and how do you build relationships with your players? Okay, well, that's that's a great question. You know, I I would say my mentality uh, is is really, you know, one of control what you can control. Uh, and and toughness kind of trumps all. Um, if, if if I had two wishes for for every practice and every game, you know, it's not to be the biggest kid out there, the strongest kid out there, the, the fastest kid out there. We can't do that. But I, I just want to be the, the 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 smartest player at my position, and I want to be the toughest player at my position. I think if we're if we're smarter than our opponents. You know, as far as the game plan stuff and the football stuff, and if we're tougher than our opponents, that uh, I think we've got a great chance to win. So, you know, I mean, I wish we were all bigger, stronger, and faster. I wish I was bigger, stronger, and faster. Uh, <laughs> but you, yeah, but you know what I mean. I, I can be as prepared as I can be, and and I think toughness is a choice, and I think we can be as tough as we can be. That's kind of that's kind of my mentality uh, as a, as a coach. And I, and I I think the way you, you know, you kind of build relationships is, is you say, look, uh, I've been uh, through the things that you're going through. You know, I, you know, the uh, the one thing we have in common uh, is, you know, we love football and uh, I used to be 16 or I used to be 17. And, you know, maybe, maybe what's happened to me hasn't happened to you uh, or maybe what's happened to you and happened to me, but you can find somebody here that uh th- that has been through that and so I, and i think the way i try to connect is to say you know we're not we're not judging you for being silly in class and we're not judging you for for how good of a player you are but uh i expect you to be you know smart and i expect you to be tough and 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 then once you know you know you a minute ago you said these uh some questions might be you know out of the realm of football well that's what i try to do you know during our pre-practice time is is talk about non-football stuff you know hey how's your car running you know how's your how's your sister doing you know hey uh, i know you're taking spanish how's that going you know things of that nature and and you know uh you know we can laugh and we can joke and we can have a good time together and uh and you know and and you know we all share a love of football and we all share a love of of sweat and dirt and stuff like that and i think you know once you communicate that and once they know what i am is them i'm just you know a few years past that you know, so I, and I, I think that's how you do it. You know, I don't, I don't like fake enthusiasm and stuff like that. So I just, you know, kind of, kind of be who I am, and uh, and you know that not trying to win friends and influence people. I'm just trying to, you know, be who I am, and I think kids gravitate towards that. And and especially because I try to tell them, you know, uh, what kind of player I was, which was I was no kind of player. And I try to tell, I try to tell the kids, you know, I've gotten more out of the game of football than most anybody out there and it's not because i was a good player it's because you know i took the lessons that the game taught me and have applied them to my life and i'll talk about how i wouldn't have met my wife if it wasn't for football and i'll you know i might not be living here if it wasn't for football just stuff like that and i think that you know real life stuff kind of kind of makes people huh you know think that's kind of interesting and 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 that's how you kind of build relationships with with uh you know with the younger players i think that's awesome 
Yes, sir. I mean, we were talking to um, Coach, uh, excuse me, Gorham last week. Right. He was like, you know, sometimes the game of football, it gets so stressful, you know. You can put everything you have into the game of football, but sometimes you just got to talk to the kids about life, and you just right. got to check up on them every now and then. And that's, that's just super special to see. And then oh, yeah. I want to talk about something that you actually talked about earlier. What is the dynamic to teach kids at Drake – and then yeah. see some of those same kids grow up to play football for you and for the entire team. Oh, I mean, well, uh, to me, it's uh, it's unbelievable. You know, there's a there's a you know a lot of kids at at, at Drake. You know, they're eleven and twelve year old kids, and you know, when, when I was eleven and when you were eleven, we we mostly acted like we were eleven. And so, <laughs> and, and, and and one of the things that I really enjoy is you know there'll be kids that you know have have never been you know have never been basically told that they were wrong. And so then they get, they get to Drake and, you know, they're, you know, they're being disciplined they're being reprimanded and they don't know how to handle it. I've seen, uh, I had a player that, uh, was on that 2020 team. I won't, I won't name him, but I remember he was so out of control at, at Drake that he had to have basically, uh, a male teacher escort him from class to class because he couldn't be trusted to walk by himself. And, you know, and so my opinion of him was, He's, you know, he can't control himself. Well, then fast forward four years, I get him as I get him as a 10th grader on the D line. And, you know, he, he's changed a little bit. Then I get him as an 11th grader and he's changed a lot. And then I get him as a 12th grader and, you know, he's somebody I would trust to babysit my own kids. And, and to me, um, you know, when you, when you look back, you know, in six years to an old guy like me is a pretty short period of time. But when you look back and you can see that transformation happen over five or six years, um, you know, it just, it just kind of makes you smile and, 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 you know, like I said, I, I don't take any credit for that other than, you know, uh, there's, there, there's, there's not a lot of men in the, the, the teaching field in, in the elementary school. You don't really see that till you probably get to junior high and high school. And so I just, you know, uh, I try to be there as just a, you know, as just kind of an adult, uh, and, you know, kind of give them my two cents, but I, I love to see those transformations, uh, I love teaching at Drake, so I'm taller than most of the kids. And when I get to high school, that's 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 not the case. And uh, so I, I love I, I love to see the kids grow up, uh, but especially like you know, like the kid I was talking about a minute ago. I love to see the maturity, uh, you know, just kind of naturally take place with a with a, a gentle shove from some of us sometimes. Yes, sir. I mean, all I can say about that is I know I've definitely matured since sixth grade. Sixth grade, right. a little bit of right. run time for me, but oh yeah. What does the city of Auburn mean to you and your family living here, your kids going to Auburn City Schools, yeah. and you teaching at Drake Middle School? Uh, well, you know, the, uh, the the city of Auburn, I don't, I don't even know if I can accurately, uh, you know, kind of reflect on, on what Auburn means to me. You know, I moved here when, uh, when I was six years old. My, uh, my dad got a job as a – my dad was a professor – and uh, so I moved to Auburn when I was six years old, uh, about a month before I started at Kerry Woods Elementary School. And, uh, you know, of, of all the great things that have happened in my life, uh, and that's a long list, I've been very lucky. But, you know, when you, you know, when you, yeah, once you get past Jesus Christ and my parents, I think most influential thing uh, in my life is, uh, is all things Auburn. You know, you know, like I said, I, I, I would not have met my wife if I wasn't in Auburn. I would not have, you know, probably, you know, I wouldn't have these two kids if that wouldn't have happened. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, 
I don't credit Auburn with, uh, with, with everything great that's happened to me, but, uh, I couldn't imagine doing what I do anywhere else, you know, from the, from the, you know, the, the church I was a member of growing up and, you know, Auburn parks and rec from baseball, football, basketball, and everything else that, uh, that I did as a child to, you know, starting at, at Cary, you know, back when I was, back when I was that age, there's only three elementary schools and I was lucky enough to live in Cary Woods. Uh, so from Cary Woods to, to Boykin, to Drake, to Auburn Junior High, to Auburn High, you know, to Auburn University. I can't, uh, you know, some people ask me if, uh, if I knew that I was, uh, able to leave if I wanted to, I said, yeah, I know I can leave Auburn if I want to, but I don't, I don't see anything anywhere else that, uh, that could offer what Auburn's offered me. So, uh, I can't, uh, I can't sell this town any, any better than it has sold itself to me. But uh, I just, uh, if I could do it all over again, I would, but I would do it right here. Yes, sir. I mean, Auburn, special place. Uh, it's it's true that people never want to leave Auburn. Right. If, even if they could, like you said, I mean, the opportunity that's in Auburn, the people, I mean, the atmosphere, literally today going downtown, you see oh, yeah. 500 tailgates downtown. I mean, oh, the yeah. atmosphere and everything, it's just awesome to see. And we're so glad that you – I mean, you're here in Auburn and giving your knowledge yeah. to our players and to us today. And then with that, I got my last question. Is there right. anything else you want to say to the fans, <laughs> the students, with the regular season ending this Friday? Well, uh, you know what? I, I do want to say this. Uh, you know, I've been in Auburn a long time. I've been in Auburn since the, uh, since the 70s. And so I, I've kind of seen the, the transformation uh, of, the, uh, of, of Auburn High School – sports fans and to me that's one of the greatest things uh, about the last probably about 15 or 20 years is that is that when I was growing up you know you look up in the stands and you saw people wearing orange and blue and you heard uh, you, you know you heard uh, an occasional war eagle at uh, at Auburn high school events and you're like okay well that's that's not us but I, but I guess I understand because there was no there was very little I should say civic pride in what we do as a school system and as an athletic department in our school system. But I'll tell you what, right now, uh, it, it's unbelievable. And I've been lucky. I've coached a bunch of sports. I've coached football for 25 years. And so I've been a lot of places in this state, and I've seen a lot of civic pride uh, in, uh, you know, in, the, in their high school sports. But uh, I, I don't think now uh, any of that is matched by what we have here. So all I want to tell, um, you know, the – Auburn High School students and uh, and parents and and just community members is I want to say thank you uh, because it, it, it's a very special feeling uh, just to kind of walk out on Friday nights and you see you know eight or nine or ten thousand people that are there uh, and it's 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 just for the kids that we spend so much time with. Uh, uh, I also want to you know tell our our high school students by my daughter being one of them that uh, you know please understand that you are living in a very special time for Auburn high athletics. Don't take this for granted, you know, be there with the unit, have a great time, do it again when it's basketball season, do it again when it's baseball and softball. Uh, but understand that, that you are lucky and we are lucky because of what this, this, uh, this city and what this school system has done for all of us. Uh, and I look forward to seeing uh, the unit, hopefully, you know, with uh, we got some uh, kind of weird uh, tiebreaker scenarios uh, in front of us. I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but, you know, whether, you know, I look forward to seeing them at Smith's and I look forward to seeing 
uh, you know, all of our, all of our people down in, you know, whether we're in Mobile or whether we're in Phoenix city or whether we're at the duck and, uh, I appreciate what they do for us. And, uh, I look forward to, uh, to Friday and Friday and Friday and Friday and Wednesday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Max and Reese, do y'all have any more questions for coach Halverson? I don't have any more questions, but I would just like to say, Coach, thank you so much for your time. And uh, one thing that actually kind of hit home for me is when you talked about, you know, being that kind of like adult, you know, at, you know, Drake, being the Spanish teacher in the sixth grade, you know, kind of knowing that uh, 11-year-olds are going to be 11-year-olds. I actually remember having your Spanish class in sixth grade. Right. I remember remember going in there, and it was like the first day, first week, you know, I, I talk a lot, you know, admittedly, especially, sure, back yeah. then, you know, yeah. and I remember like, you know, you'd kind of get on to me for that. And at first I was like, oh, you know, this guy, you know, telling me to, you know, be quiet and stuff. It's like, oh, you know, I don't really like that. But as it progressed and as I've gotten older and matured more, I mean, that was one of the things that's really helped me to, you know, like mature and become the man I am today. So I'd just like to say thank you <laughs> for that. And thank you for being on this podcast with us. Hey, hey, thank you for that. You know, uh, I uh, I try to swing the crowbar of logic sometimes in that class. <laughs> and, you know, yes, sir. Some, some, sometimes it hurts, but uh, but, uh, but it'll pay off. Hey, but I appreciate you saying that. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, I don't have any other further questions, Coach, but me as well. Uh, I got taught in your class a few years ago, and uh, you've just been a mentor uh, since then. And uh, thanks for uh, allowing me to be uh, where I am today. Hey, hey, well, hey again, uh, you know, Thank you, and 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 we're all lucky with the uh, situation that we we've been placed in, and uh, you know I appreciate y'all having me, and uh, I appreciate the kind words certainly. Hello, and these are the sounds of the game. I was able to get at the Prattville game for senior night. Um, I was able to get a few interviews with Coach Etheridge at pregame, halftime, and at the end of the game, and then I was also able to get an interview with Coach Smith. I was able to get interviews with Towns Magoo, Cody Palmer. Uh, Tyler McKinnell and Omar Mabson and I hope you guys enjoy these interviews that you're about to hear. I'm here with Coach Etheridge. Uh, Coach, what's the news on Jackson Kilgore tonight? Is he ready to go for the Tigers? I think Jackson's ready. You'll see him tonight. You'll get, some, get in there and get some snaps and get throw it around a little bit, see, see what he looks like. You know, we don't want him to get banged on a lot tonight, but uh, you know, be good to get him in there and, and see him throwing it a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I love seeing him out here. You know, practicing, you know, warming up and stuff. And, you know, I think that you know it's going to be key to to have you know those two guys ready for the playoff round, and then we got some young guys behind them who hopefully get some playing time too. You know, definitely. You know, in the coming weeks before we get in the playoff. Are you guys gonna come out slow on offense tonight, or are you guys gonna do a fast approach and just uh, we run always, it up? Always try to come out fast on offense. Always try to come out fast on offense. Try to put points on the board. And, you know, and we we we're not gonna try to do anything slow. Always fast. Now, my last <laughs> question before I let you get with the team: uh, What does this senior class mean to you? Uh, it's a great class, great group of young men, kids that do it right, you know, and, you know, just love every one of these guys and, you know, appreciate every one of these guys and, you know, um, just a group that pours their heart and soul into it and, you know, they they play hard for each other and that, that that's what's special and, you know, there's all types, types of them, you know, some I got a hat on the shoulder, yeah. some I got a kick in the butt, you yeah. know, so, but, but uh, all of them are great kids, so 
excited, excited about seeing how far this senior group can take us. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Thank you, buddy. We are 40 minutes away from senior night here in Auburn. Auburn's about to face off against Prattville. Prattville, actually, their offense, offensively, they've been really good this season. Defensively, um, not so much. Gave up 39 against Percy Julian last game and lost at home. So uh, Prattville's going to look to bounce back here tonight at Duck Sanford Stadium. Very tough environment. The crowd is already packing the duck, and it's a pink out tonight for senior night, also representing breast cancer awareness. And we are exactly 40 minutes away from an exciting matchup between the Auburn Tigers and the Prattville Lions. This should be a good one here on the Plains. I will see you guys at the start of the game for kickoff. About two minutes and 50 seconds till kickoff, and the Tigers are about to take the field um, through the uh, through the tarp, and um, the band is ready, and the football team looks ready. We were in the locker room. Sadly, did not get a recording of that in the locker room, but um, you know, team looked pretty hyped. Senior night here in, on the plains, like I said earlier, and uh, just just looking for an exciting game. Like Co- Coach Goldsby said um, on defense, he just expects um, just expects the linebackers to be able to cover up front and um, the pass and everything like that on defense. And then offensively, Coach Ether just just expecting a, a good game like the offense has been playing. Uh, just no turnovers and no mistakes. And it looks like the Tigers could pull out a victory. Here tonight on senior night but we're about two minutes away the captains are at midfield meeting with the refs for the coin toss and we are ready for a big senior night game here on the plains could be the last game for some of these seniors if auburn does not win tonight or against smith station so we will see what happens tonight i will see you guys at the end of the first quarter and i'm hoping to enjoy this game is the end of the first quarter. Just about to start the second quarter here with Jackson Kilgore in. Jackson Kilgore actually threw a touchdown pass in the um, first quarter along with a Tyler Flakes run, big run for a touchdown. And Auburn is up 17-0 at the start of this second quarter. I will see you guys at halftime, but so far it's been a pretty interesting game. Uh, Auburn looking pretty good on defense and offense. Pratville did miss a field goal at the end of the first quarter. And um, Prattville has yet to score any points, so Auburn's defense is locking in this game. And I will see you guys at halftime. I'm here with Coach Etheridge at halftime. Auburn has a 34-0 lead. Um, Coach Etheridge, uh, what does your team look like this first half, you know, considering 34-point uh, blowout right now? I think we're looking uh, I think we're looking amazing out there, offensively and defensively. Yeah, we're playing good. We're you know, taking care of football. We got a good push foul finish. I did not like, I did not like the one down here. Yeah, we had it inside the five-yard line. It pushes out. We had to kick field goal. And then down there, we gave them some field position by getting one. And it's after the play stuff. We can't have that. You know, our guys know better. And uh, they got an earful when they got the sidelines. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get that fixed. Um, considering last game, you know, you guys turned the ball over a lot. You guys have limited the turnovers. Uh, how have you felt about that, especially with uh, Henry Allen and Kilgore switching out at quarterback as well? Yeah. yeah they're, they're both playing really, really good right now. You know, we just got to continue, keep our offensive line doing what they're doing, getting on blocks and staying on blocks. We're running the ball hard. You know, uh, receivers are doing a great job of catching the ball. Uh, Griff's got some good catches. Gibby's got some. Uh, Ian Nation's got some great catches. You know, all those guys, Cody's got some. So all those guys are doing their part. We just got to continue to do that 
and continue to get the ball to Flakes and continue to get the ball to Omar. Yeah. Now, getting off the offensive topic, uh, how do you think you guys have done on defense considering a 34-point blowout, like I said earlier? Um, you guys have forced the QB to go uh, go to the right side about every time I've seen. And, uh, you know, you guys on defense have just not allowed any uh, big plays. Yeah, we're, defense is doing a great job of keeping that guy hemmed up and pushing him to the sideline. You know, we just got to stay on our guys and don't let them don't let them break free downfield. You know, we gave up one right there before a half that we sort of lost contain. We got it to the guy and he made a good play. But other than that, I think we played pretty good. You know, I think the defense is getting after it. You know, we turned a kick inside the 10-yard line and we held them out, held them to a field goal, and they missed it. So, you know, we got to continue to do that. Yeah, thanks, Coach, and uh, enjoy the second Thank half. You, here with quarterback Jackson Kilgore. You know, Jackson, you came back from the injury, uh, threw a touchdown pass your first uh, first few plays of uh, back from injury. How do you think uh, how do you think you've done this first half? Uh, obviously not too bad. There's some mistakes that we can improve upon, but other than that, I feel like it's a good first half. I mean, we're up 34-0. Yeah, 34-0. <laughs> uh, what are you guys going to work on in the second half to, uh, you know, maybe finish this game off? Uh, I don't know if we're going to put subs in or whatever, but um, obviously just keep improving on things. Be ourselves. Play for the A, baby. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here with uh, Coach Smith, uh, special teams coach. Uh, coach Smith, you know, your special teams look pretty good, especially Towns kicking a few field goals in the first half. Uh, how do you think they've looked? Yeah, I'm, uh, I think they've you know, come out in the first half and the game, you know, with a good um, mindset, just being focused. And that's what we have to do every week. No matter who we play, no matter who's across, you just got to be focused on, on your job. And, Everybody do their job. I'm sure you know, good results. Yeah. Now, considering it's senior night, uh, what do these senior, uh, what does this Ladies senior class on your special teams mean to you? Well, it means a lot. I've known this guy since oh, their sophomore year. Uh, you know, three years with my so fast, like including you know Towns, you know Jr. at London, and even my son Davis and Tyler McKenna. Been known for a long time. So it was just. Um, a special moment, you know, trying to get too emotional, but, you know, yeah. we up right now, so we're doing good. Now, what does it mean to walk your son out there for senior night uh, as a dad and uh, your son's playing on the team? Yeah, it felt good. You know, I tried to keep my composure right before the game, but um, got a little bit emotional. I held it in. Um, I said we just keep playing the second half on him, and, I, and he got his first snap at field goal for the whole year, so he did pretty good on that. So he got pretty emotional on that. Just um, It's a great great experience, and I won't take it for nothing. Uh, what are you looking forward to in the second half for your special teams? Uh, just staying crisp, you know, no matter what the score is. Doing your job, do what you're supposed to do. Thanks, Coach. It is the end of the third quarter. Auburn up 41-0. Towns Magoo almost kicked a 61-yarder to uh, be too shy of the record. He had three attempts because two timeouts, one by Auburn and one by Prattville, but he was not able to come up on the third attempt. So, uh, yeah, Auburn is up 41-0 to at the end of the third quarter. We're about to start the fourth quarter here with the Swag Surfer, and I will see you guys at the end of the game with Coach Etheridge and many of the players. Get ready for an exciting bunch of interviews at the end of this game. I know I will see you guys later. Here with senior Cody, and um, you know, you guys a uh, big win tonight. Uh, how do you think you performed? Well, we just had a game plan, and obviously we got our quarterback back. And obviously Henry came and just showed up and played well too. So uh, I felt like the team played well as a whole and just did our thing and shut them out. Uh, what does this uh, 2024 class mean to you? Well, this class are my brothers. I've been playing football with them forever, so this win means a lot, and I love this class. Thanks, Cody. Yeah, of course.
Um, Coach E, big win here, 48-0. to zero. Uh, You guys have Smith Station next week. What are you guys going to work on in practice this upcoming week to get ready for that game? Uh, got a lot to work on, you know. Uh, got a couple silly penalties, you know. We got to make sure we, we, you know, eliminate those things. Uh, did a good job of taking care of the ball this this week. You know, did a good job of you know defensively played great. You know, uh, held them out right there. You know, uh, offensively you got on blocks, stayed on blocks, ran the ball well, had two backs over 100 yards. You know, threw the ball well. So you know, really pleased offensively and defensively. But there's still a lot of little things that we can polish up and, and just get better and you know get ready for the playoffs. Yeah, the week after. Speaking of the playoffs, the week after Smith Station, you guys are gonna be in the playoffs. And uh, what are you guys gonna work on to? Uh, you know, be a contender in this uh, playoffs that we well, have. Just gotta, we just got to continue to get better every single week. You know, first we got to beat Smith Station. <laughs> yeah, got to so worry about worry one about game Smith at a time Station first, and then then we'll worry about uh, after that. We'll worry about playoffs. We'll see where we fall as far as you know uh, what place we are in the region. See if we got to go on the road or if we get play at home. You know, I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure right now. It looks like it's a three-way tie for second place. So, yeah. You know, you fall second, third, fourth. And, yeah. And we, we don't – it doesn't matter. We, yeah. We're just glad to be in it, glad to still be playing, still be playing. You know, we got some station next week, and that's mm-hmm. what we got to focus on right now. Yeah. Well, thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. I'm here with uh, Coach, or Coach Goldsby. Um, what's uh, what's one thing you would say to your seniors that are uh, leaving this year? You know, they've busted their tail for us. I love them, number one. I would say that. I would say thank you for all that you've done for us. Uh, I've, I've told them all the time how much I love them, how much I appreciate everything they do. Sometimes during the football season, you don't always get that message because you're getting coached, but I love every single one of them. Uh, there's a lot of boys in the school that don't come out here and do what they do, and they do it for us and for each other, and so I love them, and I, we're going to try to play this game tonight, uh, best game we've played all year for those guys. Uh, which seniors stand out to you the most? I can't pick out one. Right now I'm thinking of Wyatt because, you know, he tore his ACL. I can't single out these guys because, you know, we talk to them all the time about playing together as a team and playing for each other, and they've done that for us this year. So I can't I can't just single out one guy. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. Here with Tyler McKinnell. You know, Tyler, possibly your last game at Duck Sanford Stadium. How do you think you performed? I think uh, we as a team performed well. You know, we put up 48 points, which is huge, especially in a region game. Um, my performance, I think I did pretty good. Had one punt and went well, but uh, just glad we got the win. Yeah. How has this senior class affected you? Well, it's been a brotherhood. We've all, uh, over the summer, really gotten closer with Christ, which is a big deal uh, in life. You know, giving your life to Christ is one of the best things you can do. And we've all been a strong brotherhood and keeping each other accountable and working together, which ultimately helps us on the football field. Thanks, Tyler. Of course, man. All right, I'm here with Towns Magoo, kicker for Auburn Tigers, and you know, Towns, you had a you had a great game tonight. How do you uh, how do you think you did, especially um, last game possibly at Duck Sanford Stadium? Yeah, uh, growing up here playing soccer, um, and then playing football last season. This season, this game definitely meant a lot. You know, playing at the home turf, um, but man. Even missing that, you know, that 60-yarder, uh, making it twice, and then missing it the third time, you know, when they didn't call a timeout. Yeah. Uh, can't be too upset when we get a result like this. Uh, definitely down in the moment and a little frustrated, but, uh, man, our team played so good. Defense shut them out. Offense, you know, scoring touchdowns like crazy, and when they weren't, we could get three points on the field goal. So uh, just super exciting. Yeah, and my last question is, how has this senior class impacted you? Yeah, I mean, let me come in last year uh, as a new guy, first year. Um, they really just were very welcoming. 
Uh, growing up with everybody uh, since I moved here in elementary school, and uh, really this this whole football team is so talented, especially the senior class. Uh, there's so many guys overlooked when it comes to college recruiting, and uh, people will find out in the playoffs. Uh, we got such a talented senior class, such great guys, um, and we we try to lead this team so well, and I think we're doing a great job of it. Thanks, Terrence. I'm here with running back Omar Mapson. Omar, what a game uh, you had here tonight. Um, how has this senior class, uh, 2024 class, impacted you as a player? Uh, they impacted me a lot. Uh, Griffin McLean, uh, Tyler Flakes, Jalen Foster, Henry Allen. Um, it's just great. It's just great playing with them. And my brothers, um, they just created new. They just, <laughs> they just created new new relations and just good friendships. How has your offensive coordinator, Coach Wagon, impacted you as a player? Oh, he's impacted me a lot. Uh, losing that center game, the next week he came in and said he wanted 50 on the board. So, um, hey, we, 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 gave him, we, gave, we gave him 48, close to 50, close enough. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that this oh, yeah. week. But uh, thanks for interviewing, Omar. Sure. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for Episode 10 of Play Callers. Thank you so much for listening, and a huge thank you to Coach Halverson for joining us tonight and being a mentor for all three of us in the Auburn City School System. Be sure to keep up with the episodes, and wherever you're listening, we hope you have a blessed rest of your day. See you all next week. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.